What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Making Sense Podcast. I'm your humble host. I go by the name Arnold. This podcast is for anybody out there who's a huge fan of TV shows, movies, or even anime. Whatever you like it, you name it, we'll talk about it. Anyway, thanks you guys for listening to me and enjoy the show. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. In today's episode, we'll get into the review of the season 3 of Sex Education, the Netflix show. If you don't know what Sex Education is, it's a really great show. Obviously, we'll get into some heavy spoilers concerning the whole season 3. So if you haven't watched season 3, I would advise to go and watch it and then come back and listen to the episode. Now that I give the warning... I can't do much more than this. Anyway, so season three of Sex Education follows up after the end of season two. It's been quite actually a long time. You see Maeve and Otis. Basically, they had this thing. Otis confessed to Maeve that he loved her on the on the answering machine. And then the new guy who is Isaac, the dude who's handicapped, erase the phone message from Maze's phone so she never had the message and she goes on and starts a whole new relationship you see adam and eric becoming finally a couple and eric just basically dump his new relationship for adam so this is where like season three starts so after this quick recap of what happened in end of season two Season 3 deals with the aftermath of all the stuff, the crazy stuff that happened in Season 2. Mordell, which is the name of the high school where all the students go to, is kind of known to be like this sex school, I believe is the name. It's this like decadent where everybody's having sex, everybody's doing all type of crazy stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I wish I went to that high school because my stuff was not like that at all. That was like dry, 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 dry. You see, bro, you, there's one point in the season where they're having sex on the bench, bro. Like, I just wish. Uh, anyway, that's not like a reminiscence of my high school experience, but I wish I went to the high school. Anyway, so this whole season, one of the theme is how do you kind of control or just tempered teens' sexuality? How do you give them information so they could feel more comfortable when they're, you know, experiencing their sexuality and basically guiding them. That's the whole theme towards the season. It's the decision of the school that's in complete opposition to what the kids need. The school is imposing this kind of old and conservative views on sex, on what is sex and what, you know, the vision of what not necessarily about controlling the kid's sexuality, but the new headmaster, and I'll definitely get into her. Her whole thing is that high school is supposed to be for studies and not supposed to be to find himself. And on the opposite side of this, you have all these confused teenagers that are trying to figure out their sexuality, their identity. They're they're really trying to find themselves. So the, one of the stake of the season is like, is high school the place for kids nowadays? To find himself, to experience and just have more of a way to, to know who they are. Because I don't believe that high schoolers know who they are. I didn't at my time. So the whole point is this whole thing is to demonize sex. That is one of the theme of this season. The head and 
The one individual that embodies all of that is the new headmaster and her name is Hope. So her whole thing towards the season she starts being this kind of cool figure then towards the season when she sees all the craziness that's happening in Mordell she kind of turns to someone who really wants kind of a cold-hearted machine and doesn't really want to acknowledge the teenagers you know the struggle whether it's just on the educational level of just even an emotional level you know you see her trading blows trying to enforcing this really strict policies you know with the uniforms but also so many other stuff you know not wanting to give them proper edu sexual education she just wants school to be for school for studies and not for educating as far as when it comes to sex those still children so she kind of is the season three big bad even though you know there's like more to her but that's who she is she's this new antagonist that's kind of all the characters are going to at some point have to face because she's the one who rules it all and one of the main interesting point in this season and it's relevant to now is like i said prior is our kids put in the position it comes to high school right now because i haven't been in high school in a long time but is it really the best place for kids to find themselves to being able to have the relevant information as far as it comes to like their sexuality and is everything done for them to ask the right questions? You know, one of the other main theme in this season is kids being confused, whether it's just for the shape, you know, of their vagina, when it comes to just sexual uh, as STDs, you know, sexually transmitted disease, when it also came to a whole lot of things, they're really a little bit clueless, even though they're already sexually active, but they're really clueless as far as like when all the stuff that revolves around sex. So it was also a really dope way for them to showcase that, you know, those little children, even though they, you know, they're sexually active or whatever, they still don't know because they're, they're just kids. So when it comes to the headmaster, like I said, she's the new villain in this new tough figure. She has zero empathy to what the kids are going through. For her, there's a point in the season when she actually says school is supposed to be tough. You see, she's this really conservative and really strict and kind of mean. I don't know if she's like mean, mean, but she's kind of this zero. She has zero empathy for what high schoolers are going through. And she has this whole thing when she has this mall like this the girl who actually replaced jackson and she wants her to you know give her information she basically is a snitch you know takashi 69 if you would if you would and she consistently you know disregard all the issues that the kids are trying to raise to their attentions so what the kids are supposed to do they go find information for wherever and since the clinic between Maeve and Otis is doesn't exist anymore, they have to go and see other people, get relevant information from different, you know, places, whether it's Otis's mom, whether it's Otis, whether it's just, you know, Maeve, or it's just the internet. It's fascinating to see how all these characters and one of the main goal of the season was how do you sexually educate teenagers? What is it? Can we create a safe place for them to ask the question? That's basically it. And yeah, the new headmaster made a point of telling the kids that high school is really not the place for them to find themselves. You know, sexual education is not really a priority. She embodies really conservative views on sex 
And some of that can literally be explained when, you know, when you carry on in the season and you see that, you know, she's actually having problems to have kids. At that point, you kind of see the ramification of, you know, gender roles that they can have for someone because she's saying that her body cannot do the one thing that it was supposed to do. Meaning if she's not able to, you know, give birth as a woman, she kind of sees herself a little bit like worthless. It's something that I don't obviously don't agree with, in, but it's also something that's been referred to in another movie, Avengers Age of Ultron, when you got Black Widow says something that, you know, because her, when she she's a spy or whatever, whatnot, and they made it so she could have children and she says like low-key she's a monster so it's also this kind of weird and wild view on what a woman role is and that's the same thing for men men are supposed to procreate and women are supposed to give birth so it's a really old and outdated views on generals that's actually tackled in this season and one of the reason why the head the new headmaster kind of feels this she's resentful in a way so she's a little bit tough and she takes it out on other people could be explained by the fact that you know she's struggling to have children so when it comes to the other characters there's so many so many changes that were made uh, from the last season new dynamics and i'm gonna get into some of them the most interesting because I, like i said it's not supposed to be like a, a sum up of the whole season when it comes to Maeve and otis right at the end of the season two, Otis kind of opened himself and said to Maeve that he loved her. He left a message. He never got it. Her new boyfriend deleted it or whatever. So he moved on. He started to have the sex with like the new popular chick. But that didn't, you know, last long because he never loved her, I guess. You know, the whole time he was in love with Maeve. And it's kind of the same thing for Maeve. She tried to have this new relationship with Isaac. And, you know, that situation didn't work as well because she low-key is in love with Otis. And towards the end, they confess to each other. They kind of start dating. But then Maeve is supposed to go to the U.S. This is my main complaint, right? Season one, it was about them turning, revolving around each other. They had feelings for each other, but they never, like, came forward. Season two also was about how one of the other was able to find himself on the right timing because... Otis was a relationship, and then Maeve was like in love with him. She never came forward. Ah, 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 she met someone else. But now, this new season, I wished we would have been this season could have cemented them and their relationship because now it's I feel like it's like one step forward and four steps backwards. Now that they're single, they're in love with each other, ah, 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 but then she lives for the US. What is gonna happen to season four? Are we gonna get to see when she comes back to the US? Or is it going to just be Maeve in the US, Otis back in England trying to figure this stuff out? So it's kind of getting old. I'm going to be honest. It's kind of getting old. It's, it's not. It was cute at first. Now it's getting a little annoying. I don't. When it comes to romance on TV, I take the example of Jim and Pam from The Office. I don't want to wait five seasons for them to, to be together, right? It's just like either put them together, just find them new love interests, and just drop it because it, it's get, it's getting on my nerve. I'm gonna I'm be honest. It just it was just annoying, but that's like light criticism overall. The story, the arc was really interesting. You see Otis as well, you know, struggling with this new environment, having 
Ola and her dad moving moving in in his house with his mom pregnant so there was he had this whole situation going on but overall I felt like the, the character was a little bit stagnant he didn't have nothing to he had many things to do but as far as like his relationship with Maeve I don't feel like the the season kind of evolved that and that's the same thing for both characters Maeve was her whole thing was trying to I guess put the energy in new relationship and since that didn't work she moved on and went back with Otis she also have to deal with the whole dynamic with her mom who's still upset at her for writing her to the social services and then the new dynamic with the foster mom and her little sister so that she's got this whole thing going on but overall the character was pretty much the same from past two seasons there wasn't anything she didn't grow really and overall for both characters it's like that's what i'm saying like, either put them in a relationship or move on because i don't feel like the characters took a new step whether it's just as far as development or whatever it was kind of stagnant now let's talk about one of my favorite characters of the show eric so when it comes to eric many things happen this season is quite of a coming of age for eric because now he fully wants to embrace who he is something that eric struggles with the whole season is just trying to be himself when the whole world around him is trying to push him not to be whether it's in a relationship with adam who adam everybody in high school knows that he's in a relationship but he hasn't fully embraced who he is eric is really struggling with everybody around him trying to make him hide the fact that he's gay and this whole thing this season is like eric doesn't want to hide and he's kind of embracing you seem really embracing him being who he is and that was one of the one of the reasons why i thought that his whole trip to nigeria was so interesting because you actually see him now he's within his own family and you know her mom is really trying to make him know not being openly gay in front of her family because she's afraid that she's it's gonna get like she's gonna get backlash or whatnot so his whole thing is why can i be myself like every time and every day and that's one of the reasons why you see him at the end having to cheating on adam and just dropping and breaking up with him because he's he just wants to be himself he can't really carry someone else you know trying to figure stuff out adam who still hasn't reached that point yet so the two characters are really struggling because they're on their own path and you see eric doesn't really want to wait for adam to figure stuff out so he's just really out there and in another theme that i thought was brilliantly introduced to us is just opening coming out when it comes to traditional family i don't want to make it you know a black or white thing but a traditionally you know african family when it's not always let me not say never but it's not always really super accepted homosexuality so that season kind of deals with that how he approach it so he's hiding it and when he comes when he goes to nigeria he has this whole realization and finding other people from the lgbtq community in nigeria just being free and that's what this season is for eric like finally not accepting other people bullying him into being what they want but just being okay with who he is and just saying with his chest out and that was to me one of the highlights of the season i really liked when i was talking earlier about the progression 
Eric to me was someone who had like a real progression and a real character de- development. So when it comes to other people, right? I'm going to give a quick example of Jackson. Jackson was one of my favorite characters. When in the first season you had this golden boy, this just this new kind of cool kid, but that was a little bit more vulnerable and having so much pressure on him. And I thought that was just like freaking brilliant. But now you kind of see him just it seems it's not that you know I, I liked his love story with Cal, who's the non-binary kid, but it's almost like they don't really know what to do with the character. When we're talking about when you're taking all the characters, which is just Otis, Maeve, Eric, Adam, uh, freaking Lily, Ola, even Otis's mom, I feel like everybody kind of had a, a development that had like a beginning point and an ending point. But for Jackson, it's almost like they don't really know what to do with the character, so they throw him in this kind of a subplot that ultimately kind of don't matter overall in the season you don't really see him just he's in relationship his new relationship but aside from that you don't really see anything going on with him so that was a little bit disappointing when it comes to jackson because i had high hopes for the character but unfortunately they were not able to deliver now let's talk about another character adam adam to me was the most interesting character in the show he started out this bully I'm not I'm not sure if he was homophobic but he was like this huge bully to actually revealing that he was gay the whole time someone who's not comfortable who he is and he's still struggling with carrying his identity you seen in the first episode he doesn't really want to tell the whole world that he's in a relationship with Eric he's struggling he just results he just someone he's someone who just turns to violence really easily when he's not able to express his feelings and that was something that was really dope to see this season how he was able to express his feelings without necessarily being violent that's why this the, the scene when eric is breaking up with him is so heartbreaking because someone who's was struggling the whole season to express himself. Adam is such a complex character and I really enjoyed what they did with him this season. Other characters, side characters like Honorable Mentions, Ola and Lily, you had them too as well, their relationship. Even though this season kind of didn't focus on their relationship, it was more a focus on the two characters, you know, Ola having to struggle with being in a new family. Also, it was kind of showcased that she's still carrying the grief that she had for from her mom's death. You had Lily with the whole aliens stuff. Listen, I believe that whatever you believe should be respectable or whatever, but that's the only thing I'm not, that's like, that, that stuff was weird. Uh, the, having Lily just talking aliens, having alien sex, like, like moss attack, like that, that, that whole thing was weird to me. That's why I didn't get it i guess but that was still you know interesting to see but I definitely didn't get it another thing that this season does really well and it's something that i definitely developed earlier is creating an environment for kids high school kids to explore and find themselves all those kids they're struggling with the same things and it's finding and trying to explore who they are and one of the big main and one of the main question in this season is like how do high school can create an environment for kids to find themselves a comprehensive environment when you have the two non-binary kids 
trying to asking for a gender neutral bathroom like is it something that should be implemented in schools when you have the also the, the the question of the dress code being able to dress how you you feel more comfortable in in this whole thing and just letting kids be kids and explore themselves and i don't know how it was for you guys but i remember that my high school and just school in general there was basically nothing done to help kids finding out who they are just helping them with their sexuality i believe i had like one and i was in private catholic high school and that stuff it didn't really help to me and over nothing was really done and and i feel like it's kind of the same thing so one of the questions that the show asks is like how because the role of high school and school in general is to educate but not only to educate when it comes to subject matters like math or english or whatever but also educate when it comes to sex and i feel like so much more could be done to you know educate little kids sex because of the connotation that he has it's still a little bit taboo and that's why this season displays so well what it is for, for kids to struggle with that identity and just their question regarding sex and how school failed to provide them with the right information when it comes to their sexual education and old cliches like i said it's kind of a really conservative way to look at sex you you see the two videos when they have like two completely clueless people trying to explain what sex is and demonizing sex like sex is bad blah 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 if you do this you're gonna get pregnant if someone is gay they might catch hiv so that was overall the what the season was about how do we proper educate kids and give them the right tools and the right information when it comes to their sexual their sexuality and provide them the right information when it comes to sex without judging them without shaming them and, and the show also quickly touched on all the woman pregnancy with otis's mom all the struggles and the danger of being a baby in old age so that was kind of quick they didn't touch on it too much but it also provided us with a new look at what you know all the woman pregnancy can look like there's a couple of themes that we can actually there's a, there's a couple of themes that comes back in this season giving sexual informations how do we sexually educate youngsters and also how can you be true to yourself when the whole world how to be true to yourself when the whole world won't let you and this and i feel there's many characters that kind of showcase this eric like i said adam cal the non-binary kid and lily those characters are just you know trying to figure it out and be who they are but the whole environment won't let them well that's it for today folks thanks so much for listening to this episode of the making sense podcast i hope you guys enjoy it if you have any type of question feel free to reach out to us and if you haven't done so make sure to subscribe to the show we're on apple Podcasts. we're also on spotify so yeah enjoy the rest of your day